0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked on Flames. I'm your host, Jess, and today's episode is, of course, brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar like no other. Um, There are 15 grams of protein in one bar. The flavors and the texture remind me so much of a candy bar, but with less calories and less sugar... And if you haven't already, you should go to Locked On, I mean, <laughs> sorry, BuiltBar.com and use the promo code Locked On for $10 off your first order. I am really enjoying the orange and uh, raspberry flavors. Personally, I think that, you know, <laughs> it's a lot easier to eat protein bars that taste like your favorite candy or your favorite snack. Rather than something that's chalky and, you know, not delicious, <laughs> um, it's a scrumptious dark chocolate taste. And yeah, so remember to go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKED ON for $10 off of your first order. All right, so I had an episode all recorded for you guys uh, for Thursday and then one for Friday. But the files were corrupted, and I was so aggravated after trying to edit it and re-talk everything. It just didn't sound as good, but we do have some things to talk about, and I know I'm a little bit late on the manor, but I feel like it would be doing a disservice to the hockey community and anybody who doesn't, or anybody who does listen to the show, Uh, I feel like it would be doing them a disservice if I didn't talk about it. So, uh, Brandon Lesbiak, honestly, I don't know how to say his last name, and quite honestly, he doesn't deserve that. But uh, messages were leaked from a group chat where he was saying some really disgusting things about women, and I was very, (laughs) uh, I was blown away, you know, it's kind of disgusting to see another human being talk about somebody else like that, and it seemed to be targeted towards um, women who were maybe pregnant or just had a baby or had a family. He was going after former teammates' wives, and um, you know I'm not gonna go through and repeat everything he said, but by now I'm sure you've all seen it or seen some of the evidence and. Ugh, it's left such a gross taste in my mouth, and not even because I'm just a woman, and I don't—I'm not going to be like, I can't believe that anybody would talk about me like that. Like honestly, I know that people have opinions of other women in in their appearance, but to say the most vile and degrading things that I have <laughs> ever read uh, is just—it blows me away. And then the following day, uh, the Caps, or I think it was two or, two days after uh, the Capitals terminated his contract. And it's it's good. <laughs> I mean, I kind of would have liked to see somebody, you know, go pay back. But um, I think terminating his contract and making an example out of him is perfectly fine. I don't have an issue with that. And I really haven't seen... Many people who do, there's a very small minority who thinks that this is normal locker room hockey guy talk, uh, including Hockey Hall of Famer um, Brett Hall. Sorry, my messages are all coming through on my phone and I'm trying (laughs) or on my laptop. Sorry, I'm trying to find the exact message that he said, he gave an article, or gave like a statement. And yes, Brett Hull believes social media, the social media age has sucked the enjoyment out of hockey since his days as a player. And he goes on to say, we did the same things. We said the same things, but there was nobody, or there was no way to to get caught. We can, we can go out after games, we can go to strip clubs, we can go to bars, we can do we could do whatever we wanted. <laughs> the fun is gone, he added. The game is not fun anymore to me. Okay, well, first of all, uh, for everybody saying that, you know, it's not part of hockey culture and it's not part of the game, um, Brett, Brett Hall <laughs> says otherwise. And it just kind of infuriates me because hockey isn't about degrading women and going to strip clubs and doing whatever you please. It's about those 60 minutes on the ice, and um, (laughs) I'm not really sure where the lines get blurred. I do believe that it is part of the culture. We saw it with, um, you know, Tyler Sagan in Boston and a little bit in Dallas, but it's just kind of like a big fat question mark for me (laughs) as to why, why people believe that that kind of behavior is part of the game. I think that it comes with the culture and kind of comes with, you know, the whole superstar thing and, you know, found fame and money and, and like, why is it, why? Why is it part of the game? And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people are just kind of tired of seeing this kind of behavior excused by fans, by people in the media, by Front offices by teammates, and it just makes me so uncomfortable to think that there are people out there who think the way that uh, Brandon and the people in that group chat think. It's really disturbing. (laughs) But uh, before we continue on to our next segment, I would like to take a break and hear a word from our sponsor. All right, welcome back, everybody. So today uh the and or sorry, the AHL officially announced that the season is canceled uh, before it was just on a pause, and it's upsetting. I think that a lot of teams were looking forward to the playoffs. I know that the Stockton Heat were, you know on the edge of breaking into the playoffs and Making a run for the Calder Cup. And now the question kind of comes down to who gets awarded the Calder Cup, who, you know, moves forward in development, what happens to players whose affiliation is changing, and all sorts of things like that. I think a lot of it does come down to um, their. Was like a oh my goodness what's the word a pause in their pause yes because I feel like we've all been using that word for the past sixty something days, but their development is kind of hindered now because they didn't get to finish out the regular season and you kind of get to gauge where you're at at the end of that period and say okay I you know I can advocate for myself to maybe move up to the big leagues and prove to the coach and everybody that I'm ready to move on or you can say okay um <laughs> you know maybe I do need to work on speed and muscle and I don't know puck management as uh you know go into next season but unfortunately you know you don't have a full full gauge <laughs> of that and I just wanted to kind of see where the Flames prospects were at on that. Because, you know, we do have a lot of free agents moving on. But at the same time, who is ready to be on the Flames roster? Who is ready to, you know, be trade bait? Who, who, who goes where? I feel like an owl saying who constantly. But it's just kind of like, what do you do? as a player, how do you make a case for yourself to say, you know, coach, I'm ready, I'm ready to be put on the roster. I'm ready for that call up. But there's no real, you know, I feel like it's an asterisk. I feel like there's an asterisk next to everybody's development and it's a shame because <laughs> it's just it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right for anybody. Um, for managers, coaches you know, equipment managers players obviously I just feel like everybody's kind of let down and the disappointment is it's frustrating because I was looking forward to I know I've talked about this a lot but I was looking forward to the playoffs and you know maybe interviewing some players as um, the season ended and hopefully, you know, maybe doing a live show where we watch a game together or something like that. And it's just like, oh, that can't happen. And then, you know, just the culture of the Flames locker room. I mean, I know that obviously with Peter's departure in, what was that, October? Was that October, November? I honestly can't remember. Everything feels like a lifetime ago at this point. But, you know, I kind of wanted to touch base and, you know, see how lifelong Flames fans felt about the shift in head coaches and what they like about uh, Ward over Bill Peters and, you know, what, what does this mean (laughs) for the Flames and will, like, would you approve if um, Jeff Ward comes back and Cam Talbot made a case for himself saying that he could be the best goalie in the league. Okay, like, I get it, you had a really good season, but at the same time, it's like, the best in the league? Sir. (laughs) Let's ship him off to the Atlantic Division, or the Metro, and see how he does, because we've seen how he does. And, you know, maybe he did need this year for confidence under his belt, and but at the same time, you have players like David Riddick who uh, were suffering injuries. And this kind of gives them an extended period of time to rest, to get everything under control. Because I know when this whole thing started back in April, um, that's a lie, yeah, no, it was about April, I made the decision at the end of March to take... um about a three-week hiatus off from my day job to kind of mentally reground myself and to just adjust to this new way of life or really not a new way but a current way of life and it was so stressful and I'm sure a lot of these guys like they have a strict routine to follow You know, wake up, eat breakfast, work out, spend all day at the rink, uh, shower, get dressed for a game, X, Y, Z. That was ripped away from them. They follow that routine nine months out of the year, essentially, and to go, to just have, like, a full stop when you don't expect it. Like, it's not a game seven. It's not a game six. Uh, You don't miss the playoffs. You know, the Flames were finally getting that momentum ready and unfortunately like it it just a big old pause (laughs) um like a big fat period (laughs) like at the end of a sentence uh I just oh it breaks my heart because there was so much hockey to look forward to and there have been so many negative impacts from this pause and you know I try not to talk about the news and the health and all the numbers but I feel like people who have lost their lives to this have kind of just been like swept under the rug and not been honored but um it's a shame but this is a hockey podcast and I have to remind myself that we're here to talk about hockey I do think that this pause will give players uh, time to you know recenter and adjust to whatever they need to do you know I'm sure it gets exhausting and it takes that's a certain level of mental strength to play 82 games and be traveling all all over North America and night after night after night of hockey and playing from October to June like that's a long time. Well, most teams are playing like October to May, April. But you get my point. It's a very long time and it's you got to find different ways to take care of yourself, I'm sure. But I do hope that this allows these players to really just appreciate what they do more because I mean, you know, you do you're always going to find players and athletes who don't necessarily take it seriously as they should, but they're still on a roster because they're really good. And, you know, it's not that level of dedication just might not be there, but I hope that everybody is learning from this. And, um, (laughs) before I go on any more of a longer rant, um, allow us to take another break to hear from our sponsors. All right. Well, Uh, I am just full of opinions today, and I am so sorry for that, but uh, let me see, let's do uh, this day in NHL history, because yesterday was the 50th anniversary of the Bobby Orr you know, that infamous goal uh, against the St. Louis Blues for the, um, oh my goodness, for the Boston Bruins to win the Stanley Cup final. I'm sorry, I just got so distracted. <laughs> I was reading something, but yes. So today is March 11th, okay. Um, John Bellevue scored... His final Stanley Cup playoff goal during a 5-2 win over Chicago in game four of the finals in Montreal. It was his 79th goal in in the playoffs, second highest in history, and only three shy of Maurice Richard's record, 82. All right, well... um, Yeah. So that wraps it up for me today. Um, Please, again, make sure to check out builtbar.com and use promo code locked on for $10 off of your first order. Um, I still have a few left. I have been (laughs) taking them to work with me because they are a delicious snack to just, you know, kind of get that quick energy back up after a shift or during a shift because honestly, I I get very lazy during my shifts, but uh, yeah, so thank you everybody, and uh, I'll catch you later this week, bye-bye.